0: Yeah, we back with a new episode What's the Broad Street, you know that we best to show Sam and Conway every single week Blowing up the net, it's a goddamn treat, Ayy. Philly Sports Talk, by the fans, for the fans Our producer Seamus G is the GOAT man Talking everything that go on here in Philly Got the intro from my homie Meek Millay. Burning up the mic, yeah, we don't cap Now hear the Wolves, listen up, it's a rap Philly! Hello, everybody. Hello, Philadelphia. Welcome back once again to yet another edition of the Wolves of Broad Street podcast. As always, my name is Ryan Conway, and here is my illustrious co-host and wartime consigliere, Sam Glavin. And of course, we have our producer, Seamus G, behind the glass, producing the show. People are asking, what's with the shades indoors? And uh, the answer is actually also in the chat, uh, because it's always sunny in Philadelphia. This yeah. is our 50th episode extravaganza. The drinks are flowing. Just one. It's a Monday. I'm not insane. I have work tomorrow. But, you know, just one celebratory tall boy. Sam, episode 50, man. How you doing? You excited? You excited to talk some Philly sports? What's up? Dude, I'm jazzed. I mean, I got, I don't know if anybody can tell, but I got this new lamp today in the mail. It's LED. (laughs) Partially also why I'm wearing sunglasses, because it's so fucking bright. Um, (laughs) But it works wonders. And now every time I move my head, the lighting doesn't change. It's just it's That's one good one light, so it's six. So, so then we're in it to win it, is what it looks like. Sam looks like see there. There's another one. Sam looks like John B. from the Outer Banks. Everybody tells me that all the time. Dude, I it's literally absurd. I don't know how that comes up I, so damn often. I used often. to keep a list of how many people told me that, and it was up to twelve at one point, and now I think it's like thirteen. Well, then now there's here we are. Sure, yeah, and so we're at fourteen, we're at an even number. Just like 50s and even numbers, Sam, we got a ton to talk about in Philly sports, too. Not just, I mean, there's going to be, as this is the most self-indulgent Philadelphia sports podcast on the market right now. Uh, We, you know, we leave no opportunity on the table to make ourselves laugh. So we're going to have a lot of bullshit to talk about. But we also got a lot of real stuff going on with the Sixers. Of course, we had the trade deadline last week. Got George Hill out of it. Honestly, feeling pretty damn good about it. People wanted Lowry. You know that was the big splashy move, and uh, I wasn't too high on it. I'm fine without Lowry. I, I've been saying it from the beginning. And then when I saw that they wanted like the whole f- entire farm for Kyle freaking Lowry, I was like, no, stop. Get, get, me, get me as get me as far away from Kyle Lowry as possible now. And I didn't like. And he's always kind of just been like in the rumors and stuff for Philadelphia for for like a couple years now. I feel like. And I just, eh, whatever. I don't, whatever. Yeah, I'm out on it. I mean, we got George Hill for pretty much, I mean, of course, we had to give up Tony Bradley, which yeah. is sad. He was the backup center of the future, as we like to say here at the Liberty Line. And honestly, honestly, no big deal. No big deal. I mean, we got George Hill. He's going to come in. He's going to run the point with the second unit, something we have desperately needed. Desperately. Yeah. And now we finally have it. We finally have that piece. And Daryl Morey got slandered on Twitter for it. And I know we like to throw the word slander around a lot on sports Twitter these days. It's like anything negative is slander. But Daryl Morey was getting the business live throughout the day on, on, on Twitter for not making that move. Mm-hmm. And We've got the wrong, Iggy. <laughs> we did sign that that Lithuanian-Canadian Iggy, whatever the whatever is Who knows? But sure. he kind of yeah. looks like uh, our very own Jack Connell. Low key. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the guy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, man. Uh, dude, so, yeah, of course, George Hill, he can create a lot of, you know, solid offense for himself and for the team. The chat's too silly right now. Trying, oh, to, make, trying yeah. to make a point, damn it! But George Hill, he's going to be able to create create offense for himself. He's a he's a good catch and shoot guy, but he can also you know create something off the dribble and facilitate. You know we've had Shake Milton trying to run the point with the second unit when we go all bench, and I love Shake. You know I love Shake. He's not a point guard. He's not a point guard. No, so now we not. finally have a point guard to complement our second unit, which I think is just is huge. It's sublime. Yeah, it's great. I um I the bench right now is honestly what's most impressive to me about this roster cuz they've been they've been able to hold the the number 1 seed throughout without Joel Embiid. You know, and the Nets, I guess they've kind of been shit in the bed a little bit, but I can't believe they haven't overtaken first place yet. It 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 blows my mind. So here's the thing. Everybody is really high on the Nets. Everybody, some people are even afraid of the Nets. Almost. And I understand that. I understand taking a look at a team like the Nets and going, Holy shit, that's a really good basketball team with a lot of good players. But it goes a little bit deeper than that. Yeah, they got Blake Griffin in the buyout market who dunked for the first time in two years in his first game with the Nets. Who honestly, he's been on Twitter and like in interviews saying, All I heard was how bad I was. I'm like, Dude, because you were ass cheeks. You were cheeks. And yes, Stephen Conrad Jr of the Daily Drip and a contributor at the Liberty Line, you know, doing the Philly pod, is afraid of the Nets. We saw it on Twitter, and he got railed for it. (laughs) Actually made the, you know, you follow the topics on Twitter. Yeah. Philadelphia 76ers was a topic, and that Steve made that, except it was somebody quote-tweeting him talking shit about it. So that was a little rough, but the Nets are good. The Nets are good, but all they've got right now is a collection of players. They don't have a team. This team has played together by this team, I mean the Sixers has played together all season, all season long. Sure, yeah, we made some moves. We got Paul Reed and and John Tucker and Isaiah Joe coming back up from the G League, trying to make an impact in our in our lineup. But for the most part, our big names have all played together. The Nets not only are they making additions late with the buyout market in Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge, which I ridiculous, uh, yeah, but. Not only that, but their big three, KD, Kyrie, and James Harden are never on the floor together. Yeah, not all they don't the same play time. together. That where's makes, KD been? Who cares? Mm. <laughs> who cares? Guess I and like here. Your- I <laughs> really <laughs> agree with that take, true. Uh the Nets have Eagles and Vince Young uh dream team vibes. I yeah, that makes total sense. I mean mm. and what you said, Ryan, they have player, they have a collection of players, they don't have a team. They are. I don't know how well they're going to all play together. They just figured, I guess, we'll just go get the biggest names we can possibly find on the market and try and throw them together on a team. Well, it didn't really work out for the Heat to begin with either. When they added LeBron James and Kevin or Chris Bosh and uh, what's his name, Dwayne Wade, they were bad like that first year. I mean, they weren't bad, but they didn't they win anything. Bad, but they, they did win. The they didn't look good. No, no, no. They they weren't that good. Trust me. Before. But the next few years they, they figured it out because they were playing with each other for for a while. So but the Nets are doing the same thing now, trying to build like the super team. And I don't think it's gonna work out very well. I'm not afraid of them at all. Uh here's the thing. I respect the talent that they're gonna put out on the floor. But yeah, outside of James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, Lord knows that the latter the 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 latter two are even gonna be, you know playing who knows if Kyrie Irving's even going to be playing basketball by the time the playoffs roll around with with the way he approaches things so he Lord knows he is and he isn't he is and he, isn't. No, he is Oh okay all right I don't want to let. Like, okay palms <laughs> gonna, up, palms can, up. A, a, a little bit of palms up yeah. for sure for sure and something that had my palms up actually asking why recently with the Sixers is Dwight Howard getting tossed in two straight games. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. I I actually saw that. And I, I usually am not a, a Dwight Howard defender. Like I'm not a, I don't come to his aid very often because he's an idiot on the court. And, um, but the past two were like, what'd he do? Like, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> understand what he did. Like that I really did. No sense. And he got tossed twice. Like Just, just ridiculous. Yeah. It didn't make any sense to me. But yeah, Dwight <laughs> Howard, sure. I, I but I love his energy. I mean, I do love his energy on the court. Like it was, I agree. Mm-hmm. It was electric. He's been filling in nicely. He's been doing what he can. I mean, we we dropped our first game against the Clippers on Saturday night. I yeah, believe it was. Saturday night. Yeah, on but Saturday we, night we lost. We, to the- we won yesterday, right? Last night or something like that. No, I thought we just played them again. Did we play them? No. Or am I no. thinking of the same game? Fuck, never mind. You're thinking of something different. Whatever. Whatever We lost to the Clippers. We're on a six-game road trip. We're 4-1 on that road trip. So Fine. we got one more in Cleveland tomorrow night, which we better win because I don't think we've beaten the Cavs yet this year. We haven't, which is concerning. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, and we won't have Joel for that game either. So we're, we're off a two-day's rest. Last time we played them, I don't think we had Joel. And – Didn't. Yeah, and uh, it didn't go well. It was on the second night of a back to back, and we just kind of got smacked around the court. You know, dragged up and down the court yeah, by the Cavs. Colin Sexton went off. It was mm-hmm. absurd, as he's he, prone to do. He's a good player. I love Colin Sexton, dude. Yeah, he's an idiot, but he's 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 a good player. <laughs> he's a young guy. He'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah but he will it out. a big component of this, you know, four and one road trip, and also just our continued success without Joel over the past couple of weeks. Especially recently, I have to give it up to Daniel Green. I really do. (laughs) Um, First of all, first of all, you haven't heard my segment. This isn't my segment, and everybody fucking knows it. So (laughs) I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear that out of you. I'll 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 read the comment for the for the non-live listeners. It's uh, please from our our our. Our good friend Drew, uh, he says Sam needs to stop fishing and looking for treasure and focus on pod prep. <laughs> <laughs> and while he's not wrong about the the lack of prep from my end on the Sixers, uh, you will be seeing me in the next couple of segments. Just so, you wait. Just you just, wait. Just you wait. A wise man named Alexander Hamilton said, "Just you wait." I'm gonna hit you. <laughs> this is not a musical theater like that doesn't enter the podcast like that's but it's just, it's it's the truth I we're don't. trying to be the like that see just just with that you, we're trying to be the ringer and I, there's there's another group of people in in Philadelphia trying to be the ringer right now and failing so I don't want to follow in those footsteps at all wow. what I do want to do is 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 real quick before we move on I I just want to talk about Danny Green because I've I, been giving this though. guy I've been giving this guy so much shit and deservedly so I'm sorry Daniel Green yeah, I Daniel do think he back. has exactly I, I think he has earned the name Danny back from me I've been calling him Daniel <laughs> and I might keep calling him Daniel but as a form of respect because this dude has been dead shot from from range recently so He's 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 real. Oh. <laughs> no one is trying to be the ringer. He's no longer Danny Dogwater. It's somewhat who's trying to be the ringer. I'm not. I, I don't want to say. I don't want to say. I, I'm aspiring media. Is <laughs> we'll leave no, it. No, you are the media. I, do I have to bring I, out that meme again? You could post, post it. You could post it. I pull it out. and Show it to the people. I, the- I kid <laughs> you not. I kid you not. I was this close to posting it for the story today. Since your sister dropped the ball, I was I was actually this close. Dude, dude, pu- dude! Pull it up right now while I monologue about Danny Green. I should, should I? <laughs> I will actually. So I've been, I've been giving Danny Green a lot of shit, and I, I'm not going to apologize for it because he has earned it. But at the same time, he's turned it around, and he's clearly a, a a huge guy in the locker room, not just on the court, but in the locker room. I mean, he's been hanging out with Matisse Thibault, and I think Matisse Thibault and Danny Green is like. The perfect pairing, at least for Matisse, to learn from Danny, just because Danny Green really is the original three and D guy. He brought that to the league. I, I have to say, I mean, it, he he really was. And was playing he playing The guy that brought it to the NBA, sure, but he's definitely not the best. Well, I never said the best. There was a point he was the best in the game at doing it when he won he only. Okay. Yeah. He did send he did send a signed jersey to a grandma. I actually made fun of that grandma on Twitter cuz she had a, a, a Dan, Danny Green is her favorite player on the Sixers and I just wrote like how the hell did he make the list? She saw something I didn't. She's in the same boat as Kevin McCormick. Apparently. So like <laughs> I guess. I um should I just tweet this photo out or should I show it live on the air? Uh, do both. Both? Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, this is the photo I'm referring to. I am in media. This, is, this is our this is our good. I know the people who are listening to the recorded version won't be able to see it, so you can w- see it on my Twitter at samglab06. Quick uh, double plug there. And also at uh, libertyline.com because I'm hoping uh, Drew will will give this a retweet because this is a hilarious picture and I'm going to yeah. tweet it out now. That was when my Liberty Line sweatshirt came in the mail like a couple of weeks yeah. after we started. I just <laughs> checked Twitter and I see a, a tweet <laughs> from Drew. And it's just tagging me, and then a picture of John B from. <laughs> that's <Outer Banks. laughs> uh, great. Oh, that's uh, fantastic so stuff. That's so I great. love live shows like this, man. This dude, is- it, it is fun. I am glad that we have started doing it because it's yeah. something I'd always wanted to do. I yeah. mean, we we started having callers on a pre recorded show. We were really just trying to be a radio show. I know we really <laughs> as were, as but now possible. now it's like it's fine. Okay. Yeah, man. So uh, I think that does it for me in the Sixers. I mean, moving forward, we've got Thank Joel God. Embiid coming back on Saturday. There's a matchup there. I don't know what the matchup is. but th- Oh, it's the it's the Timberwolves. So it'll be him against Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns, which is going to be – I'm just excited to see Anthony Edwards play. To be fully honest with you, I've only seen highlights. I've never watched a Timberwolves game because why in the hell would I? I'm excited yeah. to see Anthony Edwards take the court. And I'm excited for Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons to kind of sun him a little bit. And put him in his place as a rookie. The Timberwolves of Broad Street. I don't like that, nor do I. I don't really <laughs> like myself either, though. So <laughs> we're going to move on uh, <laughs> directly into the doghouse brought to you by Wide Plank Floor Supply. Visit their website at www.wideplankfloorsupply.com. Get a recommendation for a contractor, get a quote. Wide Plank Floor Supply. If it's wide, They've got it. You guys got to see these planks. Get in their showroom in King of Prussia. Wear a mask if you're vaccinated. Probably still wear a mask. I don't really know the rules, but yeah. Sam, I'll go first because you yeah. have a special doghouse, so I'll I just do. go first. Yeah, I'm putting Mister Softy in the doghouse. I, you know, I'm a I, I, I live in the, you know, I I live in the city limits of Philadelphia. You know. And uh, the Mr. Softy truck comes right down my street, which when I first moved in here in September, I thought was excellent. I thought that was so cool. You know, my dad growing up, you know, talking about the Mr. Softy truck. And here I am getting ice cream for the Mr. Softy truck. But now that I work from 11 to 8, uh, my last hour of work is plagued by the Mr. Softy song. <laughs> and I swear to God, I've been sitting at my desk for seven hours. And I hear I'm like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to shoot somebody. Like, (laughs) simply put, I'm ready to slash their tires and throw their radio out the window (laughs) at that point. No offense to them, they provide a very valuable service. They're a Philadelphia institution. Love them. But just get off my block. And at least until I'm done. At least until I'm done work. Sure. You know, so Ryan, this is my doghouse. I've been waiting for this all day. I know. So uh, and I wasn't actually gonna name drop, but since Drew said that we're gonna, we need, we want names, we want names, we want names. Um, from from earlier in the show, I'm gonna name drop. So we were playing uh, Hopkins this week, Johns Hopkins this weekend in a quality Centennial Conference, um, D- Division three matchup, doubleheader on a Saturday, and uh, I noticed that this kid who I knew just from the baseball world down in southeastern Pennsylvania, um, a Haverford School graduate, Ryan was on the roster, and he had transferred from Towson University. This kid's name is Isaiah Winokur. And <laughs> so this is one of the – he's one of the kids who was kind of just always around uh, when I was just, like, getting recruited and stuff like that. He was always at every showcase that I ever went to just out of sheer dumb luck. And when I first when I first encountered him, I was like, "Hey, like you go to Haverford?" I'm like, "And my cousins go there. My buddy Ryan goes there." He's like, "Oh yeah, no, that's cool." Um, and then he committed to Towson, and I was like, hmm, "I didn't think he was that good, but I guess Towson's not really that great of a Division one school, anyways." Turns out I was right because he transferred, <laughs> and um, the dude just decided to chirp his ass off um, the whole <laughs> game, and proceeded to go one for ten on the day. <laughs> So my my thing is that's fine. I'm all good with with a with a good quality chirp here and there, but you can't go one for ten after you've been chirping. You can't all go day. one for ten. You can't chirp all day after. And once after, you're one for four, yeah. Stop. <laughs> Stop. If, if, if you don't get a hit after that, like you gotta wait. And after he knew, he knew I knew I was on that on the team, and he knew that I knew that he transferred from Towson. So. And you you don't think I'm going to tell everybody? Oh yeah, this kid's not that good. Like he he had to transfer because he wasn't getting enough playing time at Towson. and they're not even a good vision one school. So, uh, get in the doghouse, Isaiah. Damn, dude. <laughs> Damn, you can't be chirping like that. You yeah. you really can't chirp like that. Going one for you say one for ten? It's something like that. Yeah, I that, I only remember he had like one hit, and that was it. That is uh, that's I almost said borderline dog shit. Like that's straight. That's Scott Kingery and spring that's training numbers. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that's going to do it for the doghouse. brought to you by wide plank floor supply. Visit their website at www.wideplankfloorsupply.com. Get a recommendation for a contractor. Get a quote. Check out these wide planks, get them in your home or office today. They are absolutely beautiful. They'll put you in touch with the contractor. It's a one-stop shop. They're going to help you point a to point B point C even if you need it, sure. they're there for you the whole way. Wide playing floor supply. If it's wide, they've got it. Sam, what's next on the agenda? I think it's the birds. I think it's time for the birds. Ooh. Some interesting stuff going on with the birds. Of course, we're going to talk about the Howie trade. We're going to get into that, him moving from 6 to 12. But first, I just want to just quickly cover our free agent signings. We got Joe Flacco and Anthony Harris, former mm-hmm. all-pro safety from the Vikings. I'm excited about that Anthony Harris signing. We really didn't have a lot of cap room to work with, so it was definitely yeah. going to be a quiet, free agency. Yeah. He's the second-best safety in the league. Yeah. He's damn good. He's great. Pair him with Rodney McLeod. Yeah. I'm glad we let Jalen Mills walk. That's I great. I like that. too. That, see, that's just – these are these little things that we get elated over, but they're just logical. And we get elated over these moves just because – we don't make logical moves all that all that often, so I'm very just I'm very excited about Anthony Harris. I mean, I think Ryan he fits too. in well, but I'm also a little bit hesitant because I remember a little a little while back in the Chip Kelly era, and I know I don't like Stop. to bring it up. Stop, but we signed a guy by the name of Byron Maxwell. Ah, um, and he was like he was like the next big he was like the next big corner. He had a big year with Seattle, and then he came over here, and he was. Dog water. <laughs> <laughs> he was awesome. trash. I remember that dude, number forty-one for the birds. Ugh. Couldn't tackle. Couldn't tackle like <coughs> someone who was already lying on the ground. But I do. I I agree that Jay, I agree with Jay, Jay Brad here. This is a terrible comparison. No, it's Horrible. a bad comparison. But I'm just. I'm You're just wary it. of signing defense. Here's the thing. We we threw money at Byron Maxwell low key. This really? is a one year prove it deal for someone who was at one point the second best safety in the league, and that was two years ago.
1: I don't no, know what happened not. last I year. Just,
0: I'm just trying to bring my hope levels down. I understand it's, that. It's I understand that with the Eagles. I don't think because... the same player. No, yeah. no, definitely not. But I, I do understand your concern just with this team and bringing in players. Just <laughs> yes, just because me be. more often than not does not go well. That's mm-hmm. just kind of the way it goes. But one thing, one signing I thought was really interesting was picking up Joe Flacco. The pies on an Eagles fan. I, you know, I always hope for a pies on under center, and I love that we have a, a you know, a quarterback Italiano on the team, especially with Nick Siriani, South Philly legend. Yeah. So, <laughs> the local guy, part two. Guy, part two. <laughs> so I think that's great, but it's not the way I thought it would happen. Not with Carson Wentz in Indianapolis, not with Jalen Hurts people are saying he's not even locked in 80% to be the starter. And I'm like, is Joe Flacco really the fucking guy that we're going to no. like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I, I would take Jalen hurts over Joe Flacco right now, but if yes. uh, Lord knows what's going to happen, because this is a, this is getting a little ridiculous. I just have no faith at all in what's going on. And, 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 and hold on. First of all, appreciate this compliment. Cause we are styling. We are steezing right now. We're steezing, you know, w- with ease season with ease. And of course, uh, I do want to extend a shout out to our boy Leo Silverman just joined up at the Liberty Line about a week ago. He's been cranking out content. I love this kid. Yeah. The Panthers on point in the chat. Our Chiller. our resident uh our resident Newhouse School of Communications um guy. Everyone needs one. Everybody everyone needs, needs one. one. Yeah. Anyone can get a Klein guy. Not everyone yeah. can get <laughs> Can get a Klein guy. Wait, uh, is that a reference uh, to the temple or something? Or is yeah, a- yeah. Okay. So say, so that's interesting because the Klein is also the name of our athletic center here at Dickinson. So. Oh, that's fun. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Hey, who knows? who knows? Yeah, who knows? So, all right, we talked about the free agency. We shout out the new guy. Now let's talk about Howard. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Howard Roseman. He's no I- longer Howie. Howie. Danny is now Danny again. He's no longer Daniel. Howie has become Howard. Howard Roseman. Um, Howard Roseman. Here's the thing. Great trade. I really wanted that six overall pick. I really did. I was amped. I was amped about having a six overall pick. Um I think you said you said it pretty pretty decently when we were talking on the phone that objectively, probably a good move. But they're just they're going to screw it up. They're going <laughs> to screw it up. The, here's the thing. It's, I, I want to believe that this is an excellent trade because that gives us three first-round picks in next year's draft. Potentially. We may not even – put. Carson Wentz is going to play 75% of snaps. I know now that I said it, he won't. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. That's not That's not the point. The point is put three potential first-round picks next year. This year we have really no cap space to speak of, maybe like half a mil – to two million. I, I don't know. That's a that's a someone other than me question. I'm not a numbers guy, but yeah, the twelfth overall pick is still a it's still a you know a pretty solid pick to have, but it's not a sure thing. Like at six, yeah, we could have a- had Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, uh, uh, what's his face, Kyle Pitts, and Jamar Chase. All at six. Who knows what would have happened? Worst yeah. case scenario at six, you get Su- Sewell, Sewell. The O lineman, generational talent. All of that's He's nice. Picked up by the Bengals, unless unless the Bengals hate Joe Burrow, then I don't know. Here's the thing: they might also draft Jamar Chase because he wants Jamar Chase. I don't know. Your boy, my boy, Devontae Smith might be there at twelve. I don't see how he falls to twelve. I I, I just don't. Um, but I would love I would love that. It would be sick. Um, it just sucks. And do you know what? The other thing I can't believe we haven't brought this up yet with Howard, um, is that the Rappaport tweet where you said the reason that they traded back was because they didn't, they couldn't get up to three to get Wilson, the QB at of BYU. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm glad to see like everybody's in the right headspace right now, trying to, <laughs> to go get a freaking quarterback. Are you, are you yanking me? Who in their right mind does that? I Here's the thing here, here six to three, you're not going to have to give up that much. Second of all, Zach Wilson's a damn good prospect. He's a damn good quarterback. He's we better have right a now. He's better right now than Jalen Hurts. I no, believe. No. I yes. No. Jalen yes. Hurts is a gamer. He's a gamer. He, I understand he's a gamer, and I'm excited to. I'm really I, honestly, I mean, I'm not excited to watch him play. But it's not his fault. I'm just not excited to watch the Eagles play in 2021. I'm just not excited for the season. And they gave us an extra game. They gave us a week 18. Like are you fucking joking? You're gonna make me watch this team for yeah. 17 games. Mm-hmm. But Jalen Hurts is good. He's a good quarterback. He's a Heisman, he was a Heisman finalist for a reason. Yeah. Uh Jay Brad, do you see the Carson Wentz jersey on my wall? I uh, I don't know. Do you do you see it? Because it's not there. So I don't want to hear it out of you. Um and <laughs> just so we don't get fired, if someone yeah, so is Volkswagen changing their name to Volkswagen Creative or fucking stupid? I think it's creative because I just I like the Germans, Uh, so I'm gonna i always ride with the Germans. But just yeah, moving on now. I'm I think announced. it's I I think it's fucking stupid. Why? I think that's, because that's hilarious because it's the Germans. No, and I don't like Germans. No, because Volkswagen. <laughs> Just fucking make it. It's Volkswagen, not Volkswagen. I read, I'm reading Volkswagen. First well, of you're all, wrong. So that's You're bad. dead wrong. wrong. Whose fault is that? No, you're dead wrong. Whose fault is that? Because nobody in their right mind is going to read it like that. It's only you. Volkswagen. Volkswagen. No. That's dumb. That's really dumb. <sighs> Whatever. Whatever. It is. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. The point is, so I got a text from a friend of mine after the Eagles moved back to 12. And he goes, yo, dude, that Howie move, Howard move, crazy, crazy. Who do you want at 12? This is the same day. And I reply, I don't fucking know. I have no idea. How am I supposed to know? I haven't looked past the sixth spot for since since when? December for three straight months, almost four? I haven't looked. Why the hell would I? Why would I waste my time thinking about who would go at 12? We had Jamar Chase or, or Kyle Pitts. At six. And that was it. And I was content with that. But now that we're at 12. I don't even know who the hell J.C. Horn is. Didn't he run like a like a four two eight at his pro day? I, this guy, I, I would. I, I got to do I'd some fuck. research now because I'm an idiot. But I'd be yeah. down to fuck around and draft J.C. Horn. J.C. You
1: got here, NFL my, in
0: the blood. Here's my whole thing. I, yeah, J.C. Horn pro day, I don't. I just really wanted to draft the receiver at six and be done. Like it's that's, that's what, I get now, that. I, now I have to sit there and worry about it. And so like, Waddle, I guess we could go Waddle, and I hear, I've been hearing lots of great things about Jaylen you. Jalen Waddle is is incredible. He's still in a yeah. I'm throwing this up. I hashtag, hashtag horny, for, horny horn. for horn. Get it trending. Get it short. Sure. Get that on a yeah. shirt. Design. We Honestly, actually have a, a uh, we it. have a shirt. Uh, I'll buy it. it's funny that you mentioned that. Um we have a we have a, a white like a little whiteboard like on our fridge in the uh in the living room. Yeah. And it's the uh, it's the horny rankings. And um where where do you fall? I'm not I'm not ranked right now because you're unranked? I'm unranked. Yeah. I am. That's Anyways, um what are they saying? Oh yeah, I don't want Parsons, don't want him. Not even in the slightest. No, uh, especially not twelve. Um, I would take. I will take Waddle. I like Waddle, and I have to do more research on this J C Horn guy. I. I don't know. So, everyone forgets that Waddle had to play behind Calvin Ridley, Rugs, and Devontae Smith. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. He had to That's wait fun. his turn, and then when he finally had the opportunity, he hurt his ankle. He got screwed. Yeah. Sam doesn't punish himself during baseball season. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> this is brutal. I love how active the chat is today. I, it is nice. I feel bad a- for anybody who's not watching live um, right now, mm. be- or who's not watching live and we're listening to the recorded version coming out later this week. So Sam only uh, sits on off-speed pitches. Doesn't sit on that, is just the opposite of who I am. I'm (laughs) a fastball hitting guy. (laughs) You throw me a curveball, I'm toast. All right, and uh, for those of you listening, Leo says he's breaking down Waddle right now. So if you want Waddle or you don't, go check out that article when it drops, probably tomorrow morning. Probably, and uh, and let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about Jalen Waddle because I'm not mad with Waddle at 12, I'm not mad with anyone who we get at 12. It's just now I'm open to all these new possibilities. Yeah. So right, now also just... let us know what you think of this Leo Silverman kid, because I think he's on a pretty, pretty short leash right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I don't know if I know him well enough yet to be making those kinds of cracks, but you can make I, whatever I, you want. I did brother. anyways. I can't, I, <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't say what Drew is saying in the chat right now. I can't, I can't even, I can't even look at it. Um, but yeah, I think that the Eagles will, uh, I think the Eagles would be screwing up this draft. They're going yeah, to Yeah, no, no, we're fucked. We're yeah, fucked. Howie, screwed. we should only let Howie draft like fourth round and beyond because then he just starts going for steals. He goes for steals in the first round half the time, which is not what you're supposed to do in the first round. First round's the first no. round. For the reason. Yeah. And so just go best player available. Just, Just draft the best player available at this point. Yeah. As long as it's not a defensive end, like, yeah, I'm good to go. When is my segment? Um, Up next. Actually, I've been, was... I've been doing fine. I've been fine. <laughs> I did my research except on J.C. Horn, who I like just didn't know existed until today. That's It's the only thing. <laughs> I, I think I'm doing fine. Whatever. I don't want to hear it. All um, right. I mean I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm personally good on the birds. Does the chat have any questions that they want answered about the Eagles? No, because they all think they know fucking not. everything. it's because they do yeah they know about they know a hell of a lot more than we do probably but i don't want to hear it so this is my time they don't have they don't have the charm sam that's that's what they lack they lack the charm that that we bring so fuck the birds let's move on (laughs) to a team that just might be contending for a title god fucking damn it let's talk phillies I all right, so you already cracked your beer open and I already did mine as well. So, um, when I think it's uh, the just the Phillies, I'm excited. I mean, I get amped every year. I got amped in like 2015 when they were awful. So I uh, I don't take my my amptness for for uh, for granted. I love the uh, the bullpen that they put together. Um, I think that it's gonna work wonders. I mean not wonders, but it's just way better than what we had last year. So it's it's fine. Sam, so, do you know who I made the opening day roster? Yeah, I do. I know that Adam Hazley made the opening day roster, and that's all that matters. So that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. So I um the local guy, yeah, right? Adam mm-hmm. Hazley. Mm-hmm. Adam Hazley hailing from Malvern, yeah. Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Florida. Definitely not Florida. Yeah. but Sam, I have a question for you about the bullpen. Is it normal to only have one lefty in the bullpen? No, it's not. Is that Okay. That, I was getting to that. I, it's the it's only thing now. that scares me about this bullpen. Um, I, here's the thing. I'm not the biggest believer in, in lefty on lefty, righty on righty or righty on lefty, because I think the pitchers are so good now, nowadays that I don't think it matters too much, but, I um uh, I get I get why people are scared and I'm a little bit scared just because from just from a baseball standpoint, um I would have liked to have at least one or two more lefties in there just in case, but who knows as long as as long as these guys throw strikes and they're not getting hit around the ballpark, I don't care and they're not blowing seven run leads. That's all you need. I yeah mean, I like I like that we have Brogdon in the bullpen starting him out there. I like Connor Brogdon and he got whacked around a lot last year, but I, um, I think he, he's going to be all right this year. And I like that. He's in the bullpen. I like that. Vince Velasquez is probably going to be in the bullpen as well. Um, even though he hates it. I don't care. I, Dude, I just, don't, I don't care. He's our everyday left fielder when touch retires. Yeah. So just do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Fine. Uh, Brad. So drew, drew is giving us some stats here. Hector Naris, Archie Bradley and Brandon Kinsler. Oh, Kinsler is another pick. Great pickup. Um and uh they have great numbers against left handed hitters, so it's fine. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. that's great. And I think that just kind of goes across across the board, like just in terms of pitchers. Like I don't like I I just I don't think the game today it matters too much, righty on righty or lefty on lefty. I don't think it matters too much just because pitchers are gonna be in mid nineties throwing gross stuff regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So not a huge deal for me. But um, I guess that's that's enough on the bullpen. Um, I think the the lineup should be fine. Obviously, it sucks that Kingery's not going to be in there, but he's going to suck. He was going to suck anyways. Oh, uh, who do who do you two think starts as the closer? Uh, yeah, probably Bradley. I I think sure. It's, <laughs> I don't I don't see how it couldn't be Bradley, unless they saw something out of one of the other guys. Unless they saw something out of Kinsler, um, that they liked him being the closer better. But I like I like Kinsler as a setup guy better. Hector Naris. yeah, but we have we have better guys than Hector Naris now. Um, I think obviously I, I love Hector Naris. I think he's a hilarious guy. Um, Hector the molester. Well, that's not get it uh, on a shirt. If you get it on a shirt, I definitely won't buy it, but I'm sure other people will. So that's that's my that's my marketing uh, my marketing thing for the day. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I uh, you want to do an unpaid internship. <laughs> For like a month and a half that late to that drew. joke <laughs> <laughs> drew would treat you like a dog if yeah, you were was. his unpaid intern if, 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 if you worked in a building with drew he would just like he would if you made eye contact with him he would spray you with a bottle yeah, <laughs> he was like, yeah, he would. like get out of here <laughs> yeah. go do something yeah um and so in terms of the lineup in, in terms of the lineup um I like I like what we have. I like Hazley. I kind of do wish that Odubel Herrera made the roster. Um, moral issues aside, obviously Con- controversy. Sam, yeah, um, I kind of do wish he made the roster because he's just such a talented ball player, man. Like he's he's really good, and I I would have liked to have him even even if he was coming off the bench. I would have liked to have him, um, dude. Rip nukes all. He was raking the the entire entire training spring break. Yeah. He and Bryce, break. like, you know how with the nuclear codes, you got to put the codes in and then two people have to turn the key at the same time. Yeah. Odubel and Bryce were those guys. They were the bag men. Like, they were yeah. just, just nukes all the time, authorizing yeah. missile strikes all yeah. over Southern Florida. Yeah. And Didi Gregorius looked fantastic. Obviously, I, I love Didi, even though, um, the uh, the Yankees guys that I live with right now are saying that he's not as good as he was anymore. I'm just like check the stats because he absolutely is. Um, I, yeah, he's just as good. He's fine. Uh Roman Quinn gets hurt if the wind is blowing too much, her air will be up. Sure, yeah. I am not a big Roman Quinn guy to begin with, so fuck him. Bring in Dude, his... hold on. No, no. No. I'm not gonna take this Roman Quinn slander in the chat right now. Why? I'm just not gonna I take like it. Him. Sure, sure. He's got a pencil bat. Sure, every single part of his game is suspect. But he's just so fast. Why yeah, can't we? How do we utilize that? It doesn't, doesn't the matter. Fastest guys in the league. How can we utilize that? It doesn't matter. We can. U- we can throw him in the lineup, however, however much we want. If he keeps popping up and striking out, you can't use the speed. Hit ground balls. Oh, do the major bro, league. thing. What do thing. you think I've been saying for the past? Do the year. major league thing. Do that. I know. It's major. He's literally he's literally Willie Mays Hayes, and I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't stand it. He's the worst. Course, man. How, How quickly, quickly can he can... run out of a Phillies uniform? Not quick enough, because I don't like him. Not quick enough. I am a big Roman. I, I, I was rooting for this kid to make it so hard, and he just didn't, because I love the speed. I saw what you saw, Ryan. I saw a really fast guy that could maybe figure it out, But I've given him three or four years now, and he hasn't figured it out yet, so I'm done. I've I've given him two because I just started watching the Phillies (laughs) two years ago when we started the podcast. So (laughs) It's me with the Sixers, too, so that's fine. I know. Oh, trust me, I know. (laughs) I don't give you as much shit on the Phillies as as you do with me and the Sixers. Because I don't make an ass of myself on a weekly basis talking about things I know nothing about. (laughs) I don't come in with hard opinions about stars like you do. And then you know it's one guy it's one guy it's enough (laughs) whatever i don't care i don't Uh, you just give me way more ammunition than i give you i ask questions i try to learn you see (laughs) see you see the difference you know oh sure you're no fun you're no fun to fuck with because you just shut down i don't Uh, you just like okay whatever okay and oh, uh, well, here comes <laughs> yeah. uh, Danny green too now Hop him, help him board the train sam uh no hey like hey no lee hey leave him alone with danny green that's a that was allowed that was allowed yeah. no Thank shit you. given no shit get the Sixer. you missed the six you missed the sixer segment yeah, yeah. yeah like two. show's almost over <laughs> yeah now anything you're really on una- the Phillies? Phillies anything else about the Phillies you want to talk about Sam so this uh, completely yeah, was, unhinged uh, episode. I was getting, I was getting with the lineup. Um, Bryce Harper looks phenomenal. He's going to win MVP this year, um, and I think Reese Hoskins question mark, but we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, who else is in there? Why am I why am I blanking? Oh, Alec Bohm, beast. He's gonna he should have won Rookie of the Year last year. He's I think he had, he had a little bit of a quiet spring, but he just doesn't stop hitting. He like doesn't strike out. He barrels baseballs. He just doesn't strike out. He's always putting balls in play and I love it. Um, yeah, I think the starting pitching is gonna be fine too. I think the Nola is gonna have a he's gonna have a year. He's gonna be back to his old self. Hopefully, Zach Wheeler will be Zach Wheeler, he's gonna be great. Um, Zach Eflin hopefully has another good year like he does last year. And the other mm-hmm. guy, Morin, is that right? Mor- Morin. I can't I can never remember this guy's name. I think he's lefty. You're talking about um, Matt Moore. No. <laughs> Maybe I am, I'm not sure. But if I hear Morin, I think of the Flyers player i don't know anything about the oh film, well, possibly so, like, this is, possibly this is I your segment man this is... mixed up. <laughs> but drew's gonna yell at me anyways matt moore thanks yep all right relax matt i moore. am the media i am the media sure fuck with me sam and chase, and chase anderson so oh i didn't realize we had a five uh we had five guys in the lineup sam sam Moore is on the flyer see i got i just got him got it fucked up that's it's fine it's whatever <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just fire me at this point. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam. Do we want to keep it. going with the fills? Do we have more stuff to talk about with the fills? Uh, no, I'm pretty much good. All right, let's move on to the hallmark segment. I, I will be honest: doing the pod and sunglasses is hard. It is really, it is really hard. But <laughs> move on to the Philly Five, the Hallmark segment of the Wolves of Broad Street podcast. Sam, live sports in person are finally back. Have been for a little bit now, but it just keeps growing and growing. So we're going to go back through the top five live sporting events that we ourselves have attended. Go back and forth here if you want to kick us off, if you would be so kind. Yeah. So this will be, I'm going to start us off. This will be the only game that I played in. Okay. I'm going to, that I'll start us off with. I'm going to go with the, uh, the state semifinal against, uh, Episcopal Academy, um, where we lost 5-4, unfortunately. But it was one of the best baseball games I've ever been a part of. And it was so fun. Did I go four for four? Yes. Um, did I hit a bunch of nukes? Yes. I had a lot of RBIs too. Um, you know how it goes. yeah 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 kids kids just raking yep i have my senior year dude (sighs) couldn't stop me (laughs) couldn't stop me 472 five dingers come on love that yeah Mm -hmm. up next i've got this is actually it's a it's another episcopal academy game this is back when i attended episcopal academy many many years ago back when uh Wayne Ellington and Gerald Henderson were on the basketball team there so I was probably like five six years old this is one of the first basketball games I ever went to it was EA versus Newman Goretti in uh in the local tournament that they have uh for high school teams a lot of teams from here a lot of teams from all over the country coming in Oak Hill they're heard Newman Goretti is uh they're they're out of Baltimore right no (laughs) no no they're not uh they're out of Philadelphia Sam Sam, Sam, you see, I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. And it's not funny. So <laughs> It's hilarious. It's, people don't know the context. It is and it isn't. But the thing is, it was a back-and-forth basketball game down to the wire. I was six years old, maybe. I was losing my mind. I had never been so stressed in my life. And I, this is the game. Not only did EA pull out the win, did my team pull out the win. This is the first basketball game I went to with my dad. And it just kind of awoken a love for basketball in me that you know I've carried through to this day. So that's a it was not only was it a great game, did it have one of the best names in basketball history with Scoop Jardine and two future Duke slash NBA guys in Wayne Ellington and Gerald Henderson. Yeah. Pretty gas game, pretty great high school basketball game. Not much more you can ask for. Yeah, that's a huge uh um... in the palestra. The Cathedral of College Basketball. Oh, I didn't know it was the Palestra. That's pretty One strange. of the most iconic stadiums in the history of American sports. Um and, and it was packed, of course, as well. So, why wouldn't it be? Yeah. It was a per- it was a perfect night. It was a perfect night. Shame that passion for basketball will get you dunked on by the new guy aka me. See you on the court, Ryan. Yeah. What are you tall? We, or something? We will be seeing you, Leo. We'll see. Um, I I can't dunk, but I play I play defense. Yeah, Ryan and I are assholes on the court. So watch <laughs> I'm out. I'm literally such a douchebag on the court. You're not gonna like me <laughs> after. Uh, my number four is um so I didn't play. I was on I'm on the team, but I didn't play in this game, so it doesn't count. I was a spectator. It basically. doesn't count. It doesn't count. So, You're right. Um this is uh my freshman year of college, Dickinson College versus Ursinus uh college, uh game two of a Saturday doubleheader. Um which is an electric game back and back and forth. The whole time after we had lost the first game, we're fucking grinding. And then in the bottom of like the 10th or something, uh, one of our guys, one of our juniors at the time, Max Matilski comes out and smacks a dinger and we win the game. So that was electric. And you can imagine the night after that was absolutely electric as well. I would imagine. I would imagine. I feel (laughs) like that is more important than the game itself. That was just a fantastic day. Oh, my! this is a good day all around. (laughs) Love that. So great. uh, Number two on my list. Of course, we do these in no particular order, but this is, I will say, now the best football game I've ever seen live and in person. It was LSU versus Auburn back in 2017. Uh, It was a hot day in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. The hottest October game in the history of LSU football was 91 degrees in the middle of October. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) but so that didn't make any sense. But, of course, you know, get to see the marching band, get to see the Shaq statue. Cool day. You go into the stadium. It's packed. Mm. LSU goes down 20 to nothing in the in the first quarter. Carry-on Johnson for Auburn is just absolutely killing them with a wildcat. And then what happens? What happens? Yeah. The 2007 National Championship winning team is there. They lead a chant. They get the players hyped up. Score twenty-one unanswered points over the next three quarters, and go on to win the game. The uh, the Prince of Port Richmond is checking in and correcting your ass. What? Wayne Ellington was a tar heel not a uh, blue diamond. oh my god whatever man I was six years old god <laughs> like so Drew Drew, now Drew is now allowed to rip Ryan instead of just oh 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 I forget so, something from 11 years ago you don't know the starting rotation for the Phillies and I those listen, are the same. I didn't know those that the there same. was a final decision made yet I knew who those guys That's are I didn't know that there was a final decision all right let's calm down you started this you started the conflict I'm not gonna just sit here and take it like a bitch. I don't know who you I, think I am. I'm not am. gonna sit here and take it either. That's why I gave it back. So no, you, you started it. You didn't give it. You you didn't give it back. You started. Well no, oh, but I rebuttaled. You're a you're a whore. All right. <laughs> Do your next one. Uh, the fiftieth and last episode of the book. <laughs> Irreconcilable differences. <laughs> would love to drop kick a six-year-old Ryan Conway. Yeah, I never had the pleasure, but I uh, – yeah, I'm not going to go there. would have been easy. It would have <laughs> yeah. been real easy. <laughs> I know, but I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> oh, God. Are you done? Can I go to my number I literally three? said do it. I okay. literally said go. All right, I'm going to go now. My number three is um, Red Sox uh, twins at Fenway Park. It was my first time at Fenway Park, and it was just – unbelievable i got a little emotional walking into fenway park because it's just a it's it's an unbelievable place if you're a baseball fan and um if you haven't been there yet you gotta go because it's it's unreal and it was a great game too i got to see um nathan invaldi's uh first start for the red sox and he absolutely shoved he was throwing like 101 with a nasty slider and just gross stuff all around he was dicing up the twins Saw JD Martinez hit one off the monster and then hit one over the monster as well. That was pretty. That was pretty cool. Well, if I was gonna cry, you wouldn't be able to see it anyways because I'm wearing these badass sunglasses. So screw you, Drew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm not gonna. I, I it was. It was a really, really cool experience. All, all jokes aside. Yeah, that was my number three. All right, and uh, number three on my list, I am actually actively crying. Uh, this is. In the bowels of the process. a oh, year God. after we drafted Joel Embiid. This game, I couldn't tell you the final score, but that had nothing to do with what made this game so special. Mm-hmm. I get a call from my buddy an hour before tip. He's like, hey, my dad and I have an extra ticket. You want to roll to the Wells Fargo Center and watch the Sixers? And I'm like, no, but I have nothing to do, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Who is playing for the Sixers that night? His one game in his one day as a 76er before he got waived. JaVale McGee no yes sir yes sir I got to watch JaVale McGee in a Sixers uniform his one day as a Sixer live and in person and this is at the height of his popularity with Shaq and the Fool yeah in, in that era so that was a very special moment for me that's I would say the peak of my life to that point which is low but that's absurd room to go up room to go up so that was fantastic so you That's got a sick. four. All right. So you got a four. My uh, my number two is Eagles-Panthers uh, Thursday night football. Um, It was uh, – I can't remember the year off the top of my – I want to say it was either 2016 or 2015. Can't totally remember. Uh, but it was an absolutely electric environment it was awesome. It was my first ever foot like night game for football. And I was, con- I was trying to convince my dad to let us go because we had the, we have, se- we have season tickets. And this was like the first Thursday night game that they were playing like in a, in a while. And it was, uh, was it 2017? I can't remember, but it was I know the- they, they did play the Panthers in 2017 on a Thursday night. On a Thursday Thursday night. It was the yeah. one where Sproles took a punt return back to the end zone for a touchdown. It was absurd. And, I don't think it was the Super Bowl year. I don't think it was that I remember. No, it definitely wasn't my, it, Super Bowl. it year. was not. No, not the one where, not the one I'm talking about. I know that they did play them on another Thursday night after that, but I'm talking about the one before that, the one Eagles was Panthers on Thursday night, just a, a sick matchup, I guess. Yeah. Some of the, enough. some of the best games in Eagles history yeah, is sure. what it seems like. <laughs> All right. Now it's now I've started. Now I started something in the chat and I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, but Super Bowl years in Carolina okay, so that covers that covers it. Thank you, Jay Brad um, yeah, but that was absolutely electric and I was just so glad that my dad went with me um, and I convinced him to go with to go because that was it, it was fun. a school night obviously uh, and yeah dude yeah dude so we drove down we drove down after practice after my soccer practice and we went to the game and I, I'll I'll always be grateful for my dad for that that was awesome yeah that is beautiful. But I've so got you, in My uh, crack this natural light. Oh, please do. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the year on that, Sam? Uh, <laughs> the the year it brooded America since 1977. Ah uh, great vintage. Yeah. But what, what I've got in my fourth spot. We're taking it to Division Three, NESCAC College Basketball at my alma mater Colby College in Waterville, Maine. It was the last men's basketball game ever played in that athletic center, in that stadium, on that floor, because they knocked it down and built a new one. And it was a triple overtime victory against our in-state rivals in the NESCAC tournament. Wow. To, this was in the semifinals to then go to the championship. Triple overtime, 107 to 106. Huge. I, I my. The only reason I was at the game, because it, after the night I had prior, there was no way in hell I would have gone if my group, my acapella group, wasn't singing the national anthem. So I was like, okay, I'll stick it out. And then it's like, oh, it's at half and it's close. And the next thing I know, I'm in the second overtime. Our best players are fouled out. Their best players are fouled out. It's just scrubs versus scrubs for a shot at the title. And it was hilarious. And we walked out with a dub to say, we waved goodbye to the Alfond Athletic Center. And then they actually went on to win the NESCAC championship in the next game. Unfortunately, they couldn't play in the NCAA tournament because this was my senior year in 2020. So COVID, it back to court. yeah, it was brutal. This is one of the best basketball teams ever in Colby College history, and they couldn't they couldn't go to the tourney, which was brutal. <laughs> but that game was electric. It was packed, and it's hard to get a, a sporting event packed at Colby because our teams, for the most part, are either garbage or they're women's teams, so no one watches anyway. Not that's just the numbers. I'm just going off the numbers. I went to the I went to the field hockey games. I call I game. call field hockey games here. I broadcast them, there, and by there. I call them, I mean I've done one, and it's the only field hockey game I've ever seen in my life. I bet it was a blast. It was, <laughs> and I had to do it by myself too. Is was, that on the it was, list? Is that- <laughs> it's for sure not number one on the list, even though it's in no particular order. No way. All right. Uh, sing, what do you got? One, Drew wants you to sing something for us, Ryan. I mean, uh, they have on YouTube. They haven't heard. Um, they haven't heard Mary Lou come out of the. They haven't, kind of boys. They haven't. They haven't heard Mary Lou. Little do they know that I'm also in an acapella group. We'll, we'll bust so. that out at the at the next Liberty Line tailgate. We'll do yeah, a little we something, will. something. Yeah. But what you got at number one on your list in the Philly Five, Sam? Uh, it was a uh, it was a hot summer day <laughs> at Citizens Bank Park, and the Phillies were playing the Marlins. And I was coming from uh I was coming from coaching up a little league game. And so I drove I drove down to I drove down to South Philly in my in my black minivan. And I met I met Ryan and uh David Mitchell there. I think he was I think he was there. It was it was you, me, D Mitch, couple the, a couple other of other Haverford guys. Random guys She's that I still don't know their names. Um just goons. <laughs> and these uh these special these special little things right here are flowing. Um, natural lights and you know we have a couple in the uh, in the parking lot a few and by a few I mean like 10 um, <laughs> before the game and then we get into the stadium and it's uh, I don't remember the game but it was a special day <laughs> it was a special day it was a it was a very special day and I'll just leave it at that if the Liberty guy if the Liberty line guys want to hear the rest of that story feel free yeah I will. I will add this. I will add this. There's a just a, a vivid memory of my mind. Uh, of course, we lost to the Marlins. But that's also the day I got my Scott Kingery jersey. Uh, Sam is walking out, repeatedly just yelling, "We lost to the fucking Marlins!" Yeah, over and over, which I I fully uh, uh, concurred with. And that was also the day the Wolves of Broad Street podcast was born. It was born in the Jetro Cash and Carry parking lot. Uh, if that's not a better origin story. I don't really know what it is. I don't know what it is. No. So Ryan is drinking a thousand times better beverage. Do I know that? Yes. Yes. He Do knows. I care? He's, he's, he's well aware. No, <laughs> nor should you. This was nor in my you. fridge. I cracked it open and we're here now. You got to drink what you got to drink, man. Yeah. And what? So, so that was number one on your list. All right. For number five on my list, because <laughs> no particular order. It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I got it was a Phillies game against the Cubs back in summer 2019. I was at the game with my girlfriend at the time. It was a Dodgers fan. She wanted to wear a Dodgers hat. I told her you trying to get me killed. <laughs> I convinced her not to wear it. <laughs> it's like that is just such a bad move. That's <laughs> like my girlfriend at the time wanted to wear a Patriots jersey to the Eagles game. I'm like I Foolish. think that's worse. That's way, yeah, that's way worse. Way worse. Way worse. And she was like, "Well, why why can't I wear the team that I support?" And she was like, or I was like, "Because we're going together, but I will act like I don't know you if yeah, you're sitting next to me in a Patriots jersey." So I gave her Zach Ers jersey, and she was happy. Yeah, there it is. And so, and and this game was rough for nine yeah. innings. It was yeah. the Cubs are up two to one. We are just struggling to get guys on base. And then all of a sudden, in the bottom of the ninth, the bases are loaded. Mm. And who steps up to the plate but Bryce Harper. 13 years, $330 million. Bryce Harper. And I turn to the guy next to me. Not my girlfriend. I turn to the guy next to me. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, all right, Bryce is taking big daddy hacks. He's either striking out or hitting a grand slam. Big daddy hack, foul tip. Yep. The at bat continues as such. And then all of a sudden, absolutely torques one into the third deck. Walk off Grand Slam. One of the great in the powder blues, no less. In the powder blues, walk off Grand Slam for Bryce Harper against the Cubs. It was just, it was one of the, it was one of the best nights of my life, one of the most fun baseball games I've had the, the privilege to watch. Absolutely. Even though and then one knows something funny. Guess who was post-game entertainment? Diplo. Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Yeah, dude, we were originally going to go to the game together, you, and me, and then like maybe my girlfriend would have came, but like, <laughs> right? Well, no, I re- I vividly remember this, and I'll tell you why after the show because All right. it's not- <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything. So that was the Philly Five. Thank you, everybody, for sticking with us through this particularly unhinged episode of the Wolves of Broad Street podcast, episode fifty extravaganza. It's more just me and Sam yelling at each other than any sort of celebration, but that's how we celebrate. So Sam. Hit him with the sign off. All right. So very special shout out to the Liberty line and, and the chat today, just in general, just being very active and stuff and letting us do our thing. Uh, I know it's, we're a little unconventional, but we, uh, we love, we love to do our thing here. Um, I, uh, let's see. Oh, um, I'm not going to shout out Alex Conway because she dropped the ball today. Um, <laughs> and I had to post it and I, and I had to, I had to do the social media post today and I screwed it up and that's totally on her. So she, she is not getting a shout out. Um, if the Prince of Port Richmond is is listening, I apologize, but <laughs> the way um, it goes, <laughs> but she's not getting the shout out today. Shout out to our producer Seamus G, cutting up the uh, cutting up the video for us, and uh, yeah, Seamus G, close us down.